Got a broke clock, rollies that don't tick tock. All the Mars that's losing time, hitting behind all these big rocks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. No concept of time, episode 11, 2022, year in review. I'm your host, Yaniv. I'm here with my co host, Edwin. This is going to be back. a fun one. This is going to be fun. For sure. 22 wrap up. So, right now it's December 13th, 1150 a.m. The mm-hmm. latest John Mayer G Shock just dropped a couple. What was it? It was like 11, right? Where it dropped? It was 11, yeah. A couple minutes ago. Um, I was able to snag up a couple. Um, Same. It's a good looking watch. I really like it. The, I always, I thought. From the first, definitely the first edition one that they did was my, is my favorite out of the three, just because it's like you can wear with anything. Um, and yeah. I remember that and I bought it. I was so excited to get it. I thought it was so cool that John Mayer was doing a, like he was the guy like four watches for me that mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, I want his collection. And I watched this talking watch. Was like the guy? Times. It still is the guy for you. Yeah. 100%. I mean, he's got fantastic <laughs> taste. And um, yeah. Yeah, the, just the like, first one definitely is the one the one that's more wearable. So I think that's why everybody seeks that one, and it's the first one too. Yeah, and like I just like the whole the whole package, like the box, the idea with the little the, the little really keyboard that it reflects. It's just it has like a little bit of a story behind it, and like yeah. I they, they go for I don't know on the on the gray market or whatever you want to call it. They go for a couple hundred dollars more than what it costs. So it's like it's cool to just own and like keep that piece. When John Mayer dies, though, when that day comes, I'm sure those things will be worth a little something. Something. That's fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Like, uh, this since this is the last one of the three, I'm sure that this one would be pretty sought after as well because people want to complete the collection as well. Yeah, and I think like. For a G-Shock, it's a pretty wearable case. It doesn't look like a massive. I mean, I like, like the color. I like I like the color, the dial, everything on it. I, like for a person who hasn't worn a G-Shock in fifteen knows, years, no. like yeah. <laughs> like like this is the one this you would is wear. Definitely one that yeah, this is one that's a little bit more wearable. Like go use it on the golf course or something like that. Like get used to having a watch before I buy my actual first watch. Yeah, it's fun. I think it's a cool piece. I think it'll be like... Yeah, I like it. Especially if you see someone wearing it. Like, they kind of know what they're talking about with watches. Yeah, like, just you, taste you, in you general. know... Yeah, like, you know what Hodinkee has been kind of uh, smashing it with these uh, these <laughs> limited edition releases, which I don't like to say because Hodinkee's like the, the, you know, the target conglomerate of watches kind of right now. And yeah. they, like, own the market in any kind of publication with watches, which gets kind of dicey. We can kind of do a podcast about this because they're owned by LVMH. I don't know if you know that. so they Definitely can like, did not know that. That's definitely oh, biased. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say they're not biased, but, like, they push I mean, Tag Heuer, and, like, we all know what Tag Heuer, like, what big, those designs are like right now. Big Daddy Arnott comes down here and tells you, like, yo, we're not selling Tag Heuer too much. Let's get let's get some articles on it. You're going to get some articles on it. For sure. From, like, yeah, people that... It, you're as unbiased as you can be. Yeah, it's, you're it's as unbiased dicey. as you can be. Like, that's, that's like if tomorrow Grand Seiko or, like, AP or somebody sponsors this podcast, but they sponsor it, like, kind of, like, you know, hidden. If you cut the check, hey, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to tell you that offshore... That, that radio offshore that they had was, oh, it's a pretty decent watch. Listen to me. If AP decides to sponsor this podcast, we're changing the logo. And we got two Royal Oaks in the picture. Like, I mean, hey, 
it's just, yeah. it's it's a check thing. Like I I get it. Like I I get it. You can you can be as unbiased as, as possible, but sometimes it's, you got to move product. That's yeah. all it is. Well, Hodinkee dropped the uh, Nomos collab that they did for their clubs, their thirty-eight minute, thirty-eight millimeter clubs. Mm-hmm. They came in four colors: sienna, which is like a yellow salmon-ish. Oh no, the set, the yellow. No. That's a yellow. Um, that's the yellow. Pacific is the blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, terracotta. That's like the salmonish it's reddish. The salmon one, yeah. And then Rosetta, which, R- Rosetta, which is like the greenish one. The green I one. personally, mm-hmm. I, I'm really, really, really attracted to the blue the pacific like that's a and at first glance you sent me this and i was like eh, it's kind of like it's like whatever (laughs) but now looking like i've seen a couple on wrist photos and like just seeing it's a i the other one's a manual wind movement which when you turn the case back or if you have an open case back with an Mm -hmm. uh automatic movement it's kind of not that it's ruined they're all they're a beautifully finished movement and it's no most but you have a rotor that's in the way, which kind of hides a lot of the movement because it's like literally half the size of the case. And it just like flings around to wind the mainspring. And with a manual wind movement, that's gone. So you see the, all the mechanics of it, which to me, it's even more beautiful. So just to see it, I love the central seconds hand at the central seconds, like sub dial above yeah. six o'clock. It just like fits everything so well. And listen... Seventy-five each of each color is not very much. I, I didn't know it was being collectible. Each. Yeah, it's not that that crazy. No, that's actually pretty limited. I mean, <clears throat> the John Mayer piece is supposed to be limited and still up. Like they definitely have like a good amount of. Oh, they have to yeah. coming out. Yeah, the thing is with me, like I know the watch world uses the word, the term limited like very loosely, like mm-hmm. limited, but there's like. 25,000 pieces like what is like That's I guess Seiko. it's limited under, like yeah like I, I don't I don't particularly like that if you're gonna do limited it has to be like uh like the Pebble 150 like I, I feel like that's, that's a, limited. that's a good number like, yeah yeah like lim- 250 not like oh limited 15,000 watt like no yeah. that's not limited like, I think there's a big difference John between... and HR has that watch <laughs> there's a big to me <laughs> There's a there's a big difference between a limited edition and limited production. Where like limited edition, exactly. we're making 150 of these, we're making 75 of these. Limited production is like we're gonna make this until January 2025, and then we'll stop. It's like all right, exactly. how many can you make till then? Like what are we doing? This exactly. doesn't exactly. You can make a million watches by January, dude. Yeah. So, so I, actually, I actually do like that aspect. That it's it's 75 watches. Um, the only thing that like I will disagree on that I particularly don't like that much that maybe they could have done it a different way was the small second thing this the second watch thing i don't know what it's called what you were just talking about the, it's right the under subdi- it. so the subdial the central seconds hand yeah instead of actually I having would, a sweeping seconds hand it's a, a subdial that's counting the i seconds. wish they would have done i wish they would have done that in a different color like Something yeah. to go like I didn't like the silver. I wish they would have did it with like uh, I don't know. I I, I just wish it would have been a little different. But it and is actually nice watch. I, I like that the colors of it. They're all the seconds hand on that subdial are all that mm-hmm. like blue color, which is interesting. I think I was just looking at on the blue on blue, which looked yeah. kind of cool. But I can yeah. see it being a little bit distracting, like on the terracotta color, where it's like a blue yeah. hand. But like, I, I wouldn't want you to put that same color on there, but you could have definitely put like a olive on that and it'd look pretty nice. 
What do you feel? How do you feel about this? Is like something that I noticed. Um, on the dial, it says Nomos Glasuta, which is the town where Nomos is based then, out of, which is, and then but then York. it says New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when we have? start getting to, to actual details of the watch, like it's definitely like, that's like when, um, when in, in fashion brands, when like Mark Jacob has an actual like Mark Jacob, and then it's like Mark Jacob by Mark Jacob, and it's just like, yeah. all right, you didn't need to what? put that. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that just that's just putting a stamp of Hodinkee on there, where it's like, oh, yeah. it's also in New York as well, but that didn't need to be on there. You could put New York on the case back or something, something somewhere else, somewhere else. I don't know, that felt a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, with watches, you definitely have to get detailed with that, where like, oh, I like it, but these little things I don't like. Um, about the watch and I feel like that we have the conversation we have, too about the price point yeah we also have the price point mm-hmm. which is 2250 which yep. we're com- like just for comparison's sake and <laughs> not to fucking what is it what's the saying like beat a dead horse or whatever yeah. but like this Definitely is less expensive dancing. than uh, brick watch always earned whatever whatever 22 like that's this is you can get this with in-house movement in like really really high-end finishing beautiful piece limited edition from a well really well-known brand that has a lot of you know history and cachet with within the watch market or you could buy a rebranded michael kors watch like what are you doing i mean i just don't it doesn't make any sense 100 percent for that price point you can get this watch and it'd be a thousand times better and like i'm roasting brick watch company a lot and i like i just want to make it clear i'm a fan of portnoy i think he does great stuff and he did a lot of great things through covid and i like all his pizza shit and i think he has he's a smart man but this was a really really bad move with brick watch company and I, I, I would love to know. I wish he was as transparent like as he was when he goes when he goes on these rants and like shares how great this all is and whatever. But I want him, why don't you just share sh- like tell us how many you've sold right now? Like where are you standing right now? What's happening? You're coming into like the fuck, fucking paddock can't please people. How do you think Dave Portnoy is gonna please the watch community? Like it's not gonna work. It was just That's- a really bad move. And I mean, I'm done beating this guy up over it. It's, <laughs> I'm done with it. But you're, I'm looking at the club date, the limited edition for Hodinkee in the Pacific Blue, and then I'm looking at the Blue Dial Brick Watch, whatever it's called, and I, it's it's looking at like LeBron, and then looking at me play basketball. What are we doing? I mean, that's the same conversation that I had in the beginning as well. Like you went into a market where, like, I mean, me recently just being in in this space is just like. These are completely like horrible people to please. Like it could be one of the most beautiful watches that people play. I didn't like it. It should it should, it should have had a, a different uh, a different font on it. Shit like that. Like yeah, yeah. when you when you doing when you fucking people like that, like that's like gamer nerds and watch people like leave them alone, bro. Like that's a yeah. hard market to get into. Yeah. Like Pizza's when they like it, thing. they like it. But yeah, it's definitely not the market to get into if you don't have a very very like rich history or fine detailing right it's just a weird weird that's it in other big news other big news we've got rolex just dropped 
like out of nowhere, this certified pre-owned program that they're doing with their ADs, which I don't, honestly, I haven't really read much into it, but it looks like to me, they're trying to like eliminate gray market dealers, which I don't think it will. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it compares to like what you get. Is it going to be the first thing that I think of is like certified pre-owned cars and it's yep. like shopping for a BMW at BMW, or are you mm-hmm. gonna go to like another used car market where you can, you know, or a used car dealer or a car collector, whatever that looks like, to purchase that vehicle? Like, if that's what it is, then I think you're gonna be paying quite a bit of markup to own a Rolex certified pre owned than if you just get it on the gray market, which the gray market has built this reputation over the like course of a couple years to where. These people are trusted dealers. They have mm-hmm. extremely high-end clients that have been collecting for years that trust each other. Like, why would you pay a markup to Rolex for that? I, it, it's just a weird time to get into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this down for you as simple as possible because this is the same thing that's going on in the Sega community with StockX and Goat and all these other people as oh, well. Because, yeah. like, Goat Go is bought by Foot Locker, so they have a piece of the pie. And then also Nike owns some of StockX, so they have a piece of the pie. This is Rose mm. trying to get his piece of the pie. This is Rose trying mm. to get a piece of his pie, and it's going to use a certified pre-owned to, to like discontinue the, the fear of fake watches. That's what they're really going to drive home. They're going to drive home that, like, Oh, you can get it from a great market dealer, but is it all the original parts in there? Oh, yeah. It's actually real. You don't have to worry about this. Like, you come in here, but like, I'm going to give it to you simple and plain like this. If the ADs don't allow you to buy watches, and it's going to be the same certified pre owned people in the ADs, what what makes you think that you're still going to be able to get that watch? It's going to get messy. (laughs) Of course it is. It's going to get messy. Of course it is. Of course it is. It's going to be an AD given that watch, and then they're going to give it to the same person that they give it to. And then if if Rolex is doing the same thing as StockX or or um, Go, and you're able to go in there and sell a watch, it's pre-owned, they get to authorize it and then put it up for market, then the ADs will just go there whenever they need money right away. I. So is it going to be like I walk into an AD, right, and I say, I want an Explorer 2. A Polar Explorer too, and they're gonna be like, "We can't have, we can't give it to you. We don't have it. You can be on a wait list. You can wait a year, or, or you, you can, can buy, buy pre owned for mm-hmm. like ten times, of, or not ten times the price, like two x the price." Oh, see, okay, this is where it gets really dicey with the watch with the watches because Nike doesn't resell its own shoes, right? So the different the different point of that is if I go in there and take a Daytona and it's barely used. It's uh, as 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 you used to say, his Duncan chains very near, very near dis, uh, desk stock. NDS. <laughs> oh yeah, the NDS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if if it's really close to being brand new, has box papers, everything, right? What what then makes me want to buy a brand new Daytona? If you're gonna give me that Daytona that is used for under market value, I highly doubt it. You're going to play with the great market values. So yeah. it's going to be a little weird if you're if you're reselling your own product. I think that it looks terrible on you if you're reselling your own product. Here's the thing, though. I'm looking at the site right now. 
it does come with like a guarantee, which is, of course, I would imagine some sort of extra warranty that you get on buying pre-owned. So that's kind of cool. Um, frequently asked questions. Gonna, they're definitely going to push that a lot. They're going to push. Um, it's Rolex. We make them, so we know what what it's like. And I guarantee you, just like everything else, there's going to be maybe in the first year. 10 to 100 people that probably get fake watches on through the pre-owned i'm willing to put money yeah because because people (laughs) don't the people that work at the ATE don't know anything about anything they don't know anything if they're the people authorizing it in the ad not gonna happen if they're sending this back to that's what i'm saying switzerland that's different but like even if you look at like StockX or gold or anything like that go not as much but StockX for sure they get things passed through there all the time where people get like shoes either they're already worn, they were promised to be new, or they get shoes that aren't real. Like th- that happens often because now what you'll have with the pre owned, especially if they're doing it with the same, with if they're, if they're buying watches off the street as well. Like, so if you can go into Rolex and then you can get an instant amount to your bank, it gets dicey, it gets weird, it gets really I mean- weird. They say only official Rolex jewelers, but like I'm looking right now, and our AD in our town is an official Rolex jeweler. Mm-hmm. But who knows? It's gonna get weird. Things it's are gonna, gonna get, get weird. It's gonna get weird in the process of like how are you authorizing these and like how are you authenticating these. Like if you're t- if you're sending them to Switzerland, then it then it becomes a problem of how long is this gonna take. Because you're going to be flooded with watches as soon as it opens. People are, are going to use that 100%. There's some people that have had bad experience with ADs. There's some people that have some bad experience with gray market dealers. And they're going to be like, oh, fuck that. Like, I don't want to take another chance of, like, getting robbed for 50 grand by uh, some shady dude. They're definitely going to do it. It's just going to be weird on how they price it and what they're looking to do with it. If they're really looking to kill the gray market dealers, let's just put them under price. And it's done. Uh, yeah. But I don't. They'll, yeah. they'll I mean, take they'll take a hit there, but now I, I don't see how that would be profitable to you. I, I really can't wait to see this twice. unfold. This is going to be a really, really weird time for it's gonna it's gonna that be era, really and it's and like we really could talk about the market right now. Even I don't know if it's because of this. I know there's like it's the holidays. People need cash. It's a weird mm-hmm. time in the economy. Um, so. In some of the groups that I'm in, I'm not in the special chats on WhatsApp, but I'm in a few groups, and I am seeing dealers offload some crazy discounts, or, I mean, they seem like crazy discounts on these groups, like, just trying to get rid of inventory, and, I mean, listen, I I don't know if this is a reaction to... I know, but I also don't know, maybe this is a reaction to... Because I, to be be completely fair, it's mostly Rolex that I'm seeing granted it is the most by far the most traded gray market watch watch brand but Mm -hmm. I don't know I think things are going to get a little wonky with uh the market moving forward and like I mean it it definitely in the beginning is going to be for sure because it's going to be like a scared thing like I don't know what's going to happen with this like especially like I just don't see I don't I don't see where this is going to go in the sense of like a Rolex Daytona Rainbow is what retail? Uh, I think like one fifty, something like that. So if I bring it to you pre-owned, you're telling me that Rolex is gonna be like mm, 
85 grand. Yeah, I like, there's like no, if that's who's gonna you, do that? If that's what because you, then exactly. they're just gonna go to the a gray market dealer. A Rainbow Daytona, uh, what the fuck? That's not right. I'm looking it up and it's saying 96 grand. That doesn't make sense. I don't know, but like, I, I get your point because there yeah, are like, some going, I, like, they trade in the sixes, 600, 700, 800,000 okay, dollars. Exactly. Like, so if I'm coming off the street, you think I'm bringing you a watch that I can get 600000 for, and you're going to tell me, hey, we'll give you eighty nine or a hundred. Like, because the thing is, like, now, like, what game are you playing? Are you playing to make money, or are you playing to kill the gray market dealers? Because that right. makes What's a big difference. It, yeah, that makes a big difference in your integrity as a company. That, mm-hmm. That'll put a stain on you if you, if, if. What you're looking to do now is to profit off your customers twice because now you control the ADs as well. So now you're controlling the people who don't allow you to buy the watch. And you're telling me, hey, but we can give it to you pre-owned for 600 grand. Now it's like kind of like a big fuck you where it's just like, um, if you can't buy it at retail, we're selling it for you at resale. That's like Nike's mm-hmm. very good with that. Like Nike has small stocks and stock X, but they have it through other foundations and stuff like that so it's not really shady but like we know that they offload shoes to them like so yeah. that's fine but like it it's kind of weird if nike tomorrow is like hey you guys want these travis scott's for 2000 you guys want yeah we have a sneakers that's a weird weird move then then people then when when you started to put you when we started to put people in a corner as far as the consumer, they're going to just say, fuck you. Like, all right, like, okay, cool. Rolex, Rolex is doing this. All right. What, what, what can we buy now? Patek's AP, Cartier. Vacheron. Like, yeah, Vacheron. Like, like, so I don't have to buy Rolexes. At the end of the day, what, what these companies really need to, like, get in their head is that I don't need to buy this product. Like, there's there other others. products that are better or just as good as you are. So if you're gonna play this game where it's just like I'm reselling you, I'm reselling you the watch and fucking you in the AD, yeah, that's not gonna look good. I'll tell you no. that. If that's what they're doing. They're gonna get more. They're gonna send more people to the great market dealers. All right, a lot of heavy talk there. Let's get into our top five watches. We'll do this draft style. So All once right. it's off the board, you can't take it. Top five watches of 2022. To me, 2022 was a big year. There was a lot of really big important releases in a sense of like of where people can get into watches and i think the the watch like community and brands saw how many people through covid and stuff got into watches and there's so much there's a lot of affordable pieces now that are like really really strong so i'm gonna say before we even get started a lot of my pieces are not out of reach for a lot of people there are a few Mm -hmm. but not all I mean, of them. Same with mine. There are a few where it's just like, okay, you better have the money. But other than that, it's like, it's it's watches that I actually enjoy, not just watches that are like, this is insane. Like, this is in a Patek with 152 bag of diamonds in it. Like, I'm not putting that on here. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. can make anybody's list. All right, ready? I'm going to ask Siri for heads or tails to go first. What are you picking? Heads. Heads never fails. Heads or tails? It's heads. It says it's heads. Okay. I'm going to start this off with, I'm going to get this off the board right away. This is a grill for me. 
This is a watch that I really, really, really enjoy. Vacheron, two, two, two. Fuck! That was my <laughs> first pick. I'm getting that off the board right there. Vacheron, two, two, two. That was my That's first pick. That's a beautiful pick. watch. <laughs> God, like, damn it! That even was my people, first pick. even people who I show that watch to who aren't into watches, like that's a fucking nice watch. That's my. That was my first watch. pick, and now I got to scramble around and decide what I'm gonna do for my next pick because, God, that's a that watch is I, watch. like, I mean, not watch. even just great watch. Like this is that was that could be watch of the the decade for me. That's that a, watch is watch. unbelievable. That's a grail of mine. Like that, that is a watch that I one day hope that I'm able to wear. Damn, that's a great watch. I'm so like so cool. mad you took that. I thought you were gonna take something else. And I know there's one on your list that I'm not gonna take right now because I know you like it, and I'm not gonna do that to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go my first pick. I'm gonna go with the platinum day date with the fluted bezel. I that's, think that watch is. I was gonna pick that next. <laughs> that's that, a great that watch. watch is <laughs> fantastic. Watch. Um, I I like the platinum day date smooth bezel, but mm-hmm. with a fluted the, bezel, it's the even fluted more. Bezel definitely looks better. It definitely looks and better. The a lot of people fucking beautiful. A, a lot like, of people don't like it, but I like it so much because like people don't know is that steel? Is that white gold? Now this thing, put this on your wrist and see how heavy this is. Like, I do not like the smooth bezel. I don't know why. It looks kind of weird. It looks unfinished when it's on the Rolex. I'm still not over the 222, man. I'm so mad he took that. That's a great watch, man. Like, like we're, we're going to run into some similar watches when that Rolex um, day date came out. Like, we talked about that watch for, like, when all when it when it all came out, that's the watch that we both looked to, and it's like this is the one out of these two. It's not the mm-hmm. fucking right hand GMT. Like yeah, this one oh. was the one, dog. This one was yeah. the one. Um. All right. So since you took that one, second pick, I'm taking Pebble. No, nothing. Yeah. Nothing to say. That, that was the one I didn't want to take from you because I know how much you love that watch. Um, that that watch is so <laughs> That's so. That's such a great watch. It's that's a, a watch, watch that. Uh, I would love to own one day, but like that has to be like this podcast blows up and we are, we're making crazy amount of money. They have that watch. Yeah, like, I mean it's a. Um, it's all easy, right. Like, it speaks for itself. Hundred percent. My second pick, I'm gonna go with an iconic watch, which I think will be spoken about in the watch world for years and years to come. I think it was, I think it to, it's the most important release. Of 2022, hands down. And that's the Omega Swatch Moon Swatch collab. All I knew of you were going to use it. I knew you were going to use it. put watches on the map. That put the watch community on the map. That made... That, that had people where, lining like, up. That was like... That reminded me of when like the Yeezys came out and <laughs> all those kinds of... Like, that really changed the watch world for the good, I think. And I haven't seen one... I've seen it on people's wrists. I've never handled one in the metal or in the plastic, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I would love to own one. I really like the Jupiter, the mission to Jupiter, and I hope one day I'll just pull the trigger and just buy it. I figured that was going to make your list because it, it definitely made uh, it made it, it definitely made a splash. Like we we were definitely like looking in the mall. It's just like, ah, oh, should we go check if they have this in there? Like, yeah. there's no way they have that in there. They have, they don't have that in there. Like, yeah. Um, continuing this, I will take the Cartier Santos Dumont. 
Which one? Uh, the champagne dollar they just had to come out. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. That one. That one is a really great watch. Like it it's it it took a lot of uh like very watch enthusiasts to really love that watch as well. Like but I've I've always liked the Cartier uh Santos. Like that one's a really nice watch to me and I like it. It's in the beige, the rose gold with the beige is it's the one. Even like the whole dinky CEO was going crazy about that watch. Apparently. Yeah, I really like that. It's a good, it's a beautiful, again, Kanye just doesn't talking write, to the Cartier you know? guy. You're talking to the Cartier I, guy. Have, it's a great watch. I have to have two of those on the list. All right, I'm going to throw this out there because this is a one that I'm not sure if you're taking. We kind of spoke about this. We, on one of our first episodes, we spoke about this watch. It, again, imported release, very competitive price point. What you get for the watch is, for the price is a, Amazing piece. I'm gonna take the Tudor Capelagos 39 in titanium. I had that on my list. Definitely had that on my Dude. list. Great that, watch. That's anyone is great watch. That's like f- someone wants to buy their first luxury watch right now, and is an active person that travels or whatever wants to be like under the radar. I'm sending him right Tudor Capelagos. I think it's knocks out of the park. That's definitely a great watch. Uh, what are we on? Three, four. Uh, four for you. Four, so four. Man, I I might go the same way in Tudor because they definitely had a couple of them this year. I would say Tudor Backblade Pro. Mm, yeah, it's a good watch. That's a great watch. Like if if you really just want to have like a watch just to wear and like just be understated, not like a Rolex or anything that's flashy, anything with a lot of diamonds on it. That's a great watch to have. It's a. Tudor killed it this year. They did. Yeah, some, they did. They some, did really. They, did they made really some well big moves. I think really they did well better than Rolex this year, and I'll say I, it. I think. Again. I think in the in, in the aspect of uh, definitely, like, having watches to talk about for sure. They're punching the only above their we, weight class. Yeah, the only watch we really, really, really talked about with Rolex was the right hand GMT, but mostly it was. Like not liked, and then the platinum dating yeah. this year. From what I remember, that's the watches that really, really like stuck with people. Tudor had a bunch of them this year. Black Bay Pro, Pelagos, the Ranger. Like they just yeah, did. Like, they, they, made, had, uh, they had, they had FXD, really, the Pelagos FXD. Yeah. That was a great watch too. That could have been on my list. I should have picked that. It's a good watch too. <laughs> um, I'll go my fourth pick. I'm going to leave my favorite pick for last. My fourth pick, I'm going to go with the Seiko 5 GMT. See, I knew it. I, I already knew you were going to pick. I, I, knew, for me, I knew as I was looking for watches what you were going to pick. This is a great watch to give someone as a gift because it's not that crazy expensive at $475. Someone you really care about that you want to get into watches. This is a great, like, hey, try this and see what you can do with it. Like, Sporty, water resistance, travel, um, looks good. Jubilee bracelet, iconic looking colors. Um, to me, gets you into that mechanical watch love. And like you could throw, you can give this to somebody and be like, take that fucking Apple watch off, even though I love Apple watches. I said regular Apple watch, not ultra. Um, yes. Take that shit off and try on, try this and wear this while you go on a trip, right? And like when they wear it through the trip, that's when they can start to see the memories they make with a watch. I think this is great. I think this is at this price point, killed it. I have I have a couple that could be on my five. 
I can definitely use the I can definitely use this the Seiko um one that they had where it was all the different like uh seasons they where they had the snowflake one the Grand Seikos and yeah. all that yeah like <clears throat> you can definitely do that but I think I'll just end this off with just like watches that I really enjoy um JLC had a reversal small second tribute but in deep emerald. That one was so nice. Oh my god. Like as somebody I who likes green watches, out. I love that watch. It's Deep Emerald, Small Seconds Tribute is what I ended off with. Because that's like just I'm buying stuff that I like. Like that's a great watch, bro. But there's definitely from, a couple that you could put on the AP 50th anniversary. <laughs> definitely Damn, AP put, killed yeah. it this year too. Yeah, you could you could put I AP yeah, you can put AP 50th anniversary, the self-winding. You can do the like there's so much that you can put for AP. Didn't they have a minute repeater that came out this year too? So did Patek. Okay, I'll end it off they, with Patek. Uh, I got the Patek annual calendar travel time. The 5326G, white gold. It kind of looks like a field watch, but at the same time, it has that like speckled dial. Um, signature complications from Paddock. Just no. unbelievable, sporty, precious metal, extremely highly complicated. Like when you turn the watch around, it looks like a goddamn city. And finishing is like no other. This is a grail watch for me where I could see myself, I could sell everything and buy this and just be happy forever. There's no beat and stuff like that. That's the point where like we, we could easily through the Omega... Um, mini repeater on there as well like that's a great watch but it's just like who's gonna buy that listen this is 76 grand it's not that i mean it's super fucking expensive but 76 grand can i go buy it though like it's not 76 grand from a great market like that's what i'm like it's definitely it's definitely uh it's definitely a really nice watch for sure really nice watch all right i'm gonna drop my five watches i'm gonna drop my five real quick i did Platinum Day Date, I did Moonswatch, I did Tudor Pelagos, Seiko 5 GMT, and then Paddock 5326G. What did you pick? Vacheron 222, JLC, Deep Emerald, Cartier Santos Dumont, Rose Gold, and then the Tudor Black Bay Pro. Good picks. I mean, definitely me. I mean, (laughs) I think 2023 is going to be a weird year. I think it's going to be... A transitional year for a lot of people are going to be like moving things around and the market's going to get weird. I think things are going to get a little bit more affordable, but then it'll get really expensive. Um, I mean, we'll see what certified pre-owned for Rolex looks like. Definitely speaking of pre-owned for, Rolex, I, think, oh, I have, go. I might have some coming in next week. And you have a big watch to pick up on Friday. Yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'm buying the dip. All right. Hey, so we'll see. Hey, I don't blame you. We'll see. I'll I'll show it. I'll we'll get into it next week. All right. That is no concept of time episode. What was it? Episode eleven. No concept of time. 2022 year in review. We'll be back next week. Peace. All right. Let me go.